You're listening to the Rocky Peak Pod, where we are the GOATs. Greatest of all time. Take a look behind the scenes of our amazing virtual elementary school. Meet teachers, students, administrators, and more. I will because I can. Welcome back to another episode of the Rocky Peak Pod. We have an extra spooky, extra special episode for you today. But before we tell you all about our creepy, crawly, super scary episode, first, we're going to answer our riddle from last month's first ever episode. What are two things you can never eat for breakfast? Hmm. That's so hard. All right, student council, the suspense is killing us all. What was the answer to last month's riddle? I know, lunch and dinner. Oh! Student council went on a witch hunt, looking high and low for the best scary stories written by our students. We got a lot of terrifying, fantastic submissions, but we read all of them and we found some of our very favorite ones and we're here to share them with you today. So with us is our student council. They will be reading some of our own student stories that we hope will scare your socks off. Here we go. Our first terrifying tale was written by Evelyn Johnson. Here's Luke to share her story. Hi, my name is Luna and I'm 17. This story is about what happened when I was 16 and I was with my friend Aislinn. We were camping with our parents. We went to the main campgrounds and the story was going to start soon. When it started, the man said, hello, my name is Mark. And this story is a true story of the girl Jessica. She was four years old and was in these exact woods. She was exploring the woods and came across an abandoned school. She backed up and ran in the direction behind her and fell straight into a river. She didn't know how to swim, so she started drowning. Now she forever will haunt the abandoned school, said Mark. Ha, I said, liar. It's true, said Mark. Well, we'll see about that, I said. Come on, Aislinn. Yeah, said Aislinn, we'll see about that. We started to go get firewood while our families talked. Then what we saw was terrifying. What we saw was a school. What we saw was a river. What? said Aislinn. It's fine, I said. It's not like it's the same school or river when I said that I went forward, not turned to Aislinn. Just then I bumped into a small figure. Then I felt a cold chill go all through my body. I went pale. I heard, I'm behind you, said in a child's voice. I fell forward on my hands. I was so scared, I coughed out blood. I turned to be on my back, and I saw this girl, but she was entirely white. Heck! I said. Wanna play a game? said the girl. We backed up super far and fell into the river. Luckily, we knew how to swim. But we saw a whole child skeleton. We climbed out of the river and ran back to our campsite. Oh honey, why are you soaking wet? said my mom. Um, that story Mark told it is tr- it's true. I said, I told you, honey, she said. Whoa, talk about a chilling tale. That was pretty scary, don't you think? Our next terrifying tale comes from Scarlett Perry, and here to read it is our friend Uha. 
Listen carefully for who our special character is. You just may recognize the name. Mr. Menlo was going to go trick-or-treating. He was dressing as Snape from Harry Potter's, but he didn't know he was going to see me and my two little brothers dressed as Harry, Ron, and Hermione. So he went outside and started trick-or-treating. So did I and my little brothers. Mr. Menlo came to a very spooky and had lots of gravestones and skeletons and even a giant spider web with two huge spiders. Boo! Mr. Menlo heard from behind him and he jumped forward and yelled, Ah! He looked back and saw me and my two little brothers dressed as Harry Potter characters as well. He watched us, we laughed very hard. This next one was written by Megan Mills and Macy Jacobson, and here to read their very own story are student council members Macy and Megan. A day before Halloween, a witch was plotting a, quite a scheme. The witch cackled in pure delight. I will have some children tomorrow night, she said as the werewolf howled. Her black cat stepped up to her with quite a growl. The witch stepped on out into dark night looking for her children she hoped to fright the vampire man who lived next door couldn't live up to her scheme not anymore then the witch howled in laughter i've got those kids under my finger uh, the witch then said to her cat tonight or tonight we will catch Tis the first meal of children since last Halloween. The witch wouldn't let them go, not even through screams. And all through the night, the witch made a plan, a mischievous thing, impossible bash. At least it should, at least it could, and hopefully it would. Then it was Halloween. It was time to do her scheme. The witch waited for trick-or-treaters that would be the death of them those dreamers. The black cat lured two siblings to the hunt. They were dressed as a ghost and a pumpkin, baskets in clutch. The witch heard screams in the fair of distance. She guessed it was the ghosts and goblins. On Halloween darkness arise. Many unimaginable scares frighten all of the fears and scary monsters come to life to scare even harder. The witch saw the children knock at the door. The plan was working. Dinner for more? The witch opened up her door and jeered. Come inside. My candy is near. Who is Who this? Who is this? The children muttered. They seemed afraid. Both shuddered. Oh, don't worry. I'm just an old woman. The witch said. Her eyes glistened. Her mouth watered. Her heart fluttered. The witch led the helpless children down her steps. The witch and kids came into her kitchen down in the murky depths. Her cauldron sat above the fire where the children starting to suspect she was a liar. No, they weren't very hopeful. She led them to a bowl of candy. She smiled when the kids fell for the trick. They reached in the bowl for candy to pick. Oh yes, they fell for it. Oh, quite the trick. For the kids and the witch, it was time to eat. The candy was poisonous, a deadly treat. But the kids just thought it was a sweet. 
How, oh, how so naive. Her wand sat in case on the counter, ready to be used in any encounter. The kids glanced at each other. The candy stayed in there, she asked, making her voice sound dandy. We don't eat candy until we get home, said the boy dressed as a ghost. But it's too good to eat, said the witch, not accepting defeat. Sorry, no, our parents will be angry. The girl, as the pumpkin said in a hurry, the ghost said, there is a ton. Yes, yes, why don't you eat? Said the pumpkin. It's just a treat. Okay, all right, said the witch. She tiptoed to the chair and made a wish. Very hopefully he did not have poison, but it wasn't for sure, so the witch tugged her lucky ribbon. She took a big bite, hoping that this was not her last night. She took a glance at the full moon light, maybe the only time she had felt such a fright. She hobbled to the children as her weak legs wobbled. She reached in her pocket to find her secret locket in her meek hands. As she was about to fall down, she thought to the town how many children she could have had thinking about almost made her go mad. The witch snickered a tad frightful. I'll be back even more powerful. Then the kids ran in fear. She was gone. She had disappeared. Then they heard quite a clatter, more like a broken ladder. The kids ran back to their homes thinking it was a trick. The next Halloween, they had forgotten until they heard a click. Their door had been locked. They were alone. Then suddenly there was a loud groan, such as a cackle, a loud crack. I told you. This spooky story comes from Skylar Rich. Once upon a time, you're in a cabin, alone, watching TV. Your friends went fishing for fish to eat for dinner. You start to feel drowsy and decide to close your eyes for a little bit before your friends come back. Suddenly, a little bit after closing your eyes, you hear some screams. You decide to go investigate, so you grab your flashlight and head outside. You see claw marks on all the trees. You think in your head, what? What animal did these claw marks? All of a sudden, you hear a weird roar and you run to investigate. You go slower as you see a huge monster thing. You can see it has layered teeth and sharp claws. That's what must have made these claw marks, you think in your head. Then, you accidentally step on a stick and it cracks. Biscuits, you exclaim in your head. It sees you, and you and the monster start to run. You trip on a rock close to your cabin, and the monster jumps at you. Then, you jump up out of your seat, and your friends are there, giving you a weird look. Bad dream, you say. They continue to make dinner. You remind yourself, the monster isn't real. Or is it? You start to wonder as you hear more screams. Our very last story was written by Charlotte Tyson and her very own older brother. We reading it for her today. In Black Widow Town on the 30th of October, a boy wanted to see the Halloween decorations. So the boy went to see the decorations. But on the bay, he saw two people, so he went 
over there to meet the two people, but they disappeared when he came to that place that they're standing. So the boy went home. On Halloween, the boy checked the bay, and the two people were there, but now he crept up to them. Yet again, they disappeared, but he heard clunk, clunk, clunk. The boy knew that noise, and it was close. He turned around and saw a giant female of the Black Widow. These spiders are as big as houses. The boy ran to his house. When he barged into a house, his mom said, Did you see something? She asked. A giant black widow, the boy said. And when the spider was gone, he went to check on the two people. This time he made it, and guess what he said? Hooga hooga! And the boy was confused. The next October was his worst feared month. You see, every four years there is a very dangerous Halloween. The boy had many dangerous Halloweens and followed the rules. Close and lock the doors, put wooden panels on the windows, leave a pile of food outside and stay inside. The boy this year was curious. He didn't put panels on his window so he could explore outside. He opened his window to see why it was dangerous. He saw nothing at first. When the boy looked around, he saw ten female black widows as big as houses, hundreds of male black widows, and thousands of cobras. He set a ladder to his pen pals. There was a row of houses. They are connected with a rope with a basket to send letters from house to house. This is the letter. I know the rules of this Halloween, but open up so we can explore. Me outside. When all the friends were outside, the boy walked up to the house and saw the trick. The giant house was a female black widow. It started to move and climb up. The boy ran to his home, but clink, clink, clink. The master spider is trying to get him. The two boys appeared. They were the two people on the bay. One took a vacuum and sucked off the legs. The second snapped and they disappeared. And the spider. Wow, those were some seriously spooky stories you guys wrote. What creative students we have at our school. Thank you so much to everyone who took their time and showed off their talents writing all of these terrific stories. We are so grateful for all of our students here and we were blown away by your creative writing. Now wait just a second. Before you click away, our friend Jaden is here with our riddle of the month. What has hands but doesn't clap? Hmm. I don't know. That is a tricky one. What has hands? but doesn't clap. Hmm. Guess you'll just have to listen to our next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Rocky Peak Pod this week, where we are the... Ghosts! I'm Mrs. Gowdy. I'm Tatum. I'm Luke. I'm Noah. I'm Macy. I'm May. I'm Paul. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>